0: Welcome to the Hope United Podcast, where we're creating a culture of worship, family, and discipleship. We hope this message challenges, inspires, and gives you hope today. If you like this podcast, remember to share and subscribe. Wow, God is so amazing, isn't he? I have cried through the service, all through the worship. (laughs) Well, first, let me honor my son and my daughter, Joshua, Pastor Joshua and Corinne. Thank you for this opportunity. And honor my husband, Bishop Swilly, and honor you. You know, when, um, I love you guys so much, but when Joan, hey, see, I know you don't usually come to that. She's hitting both of them. Best support. Um, so when Joni, would, Josh, Pastor Josh first was the, the youth pastor, and then Joni, my second daughter, and Tiffany, I think you were one of her teenagers. She'd say, my people, when she'd go out. And that's what I feel in my heart right now. My people. Uh, Okay. No ordinary love, part three. No ordinary love. If you just say those words, does that just rock you? He is just not ordinary. And my daddy used to say, you can't really know love if you don't know God. There's no way. Every other love is selfish and self-centered, but if you know him, he will teach you how to love, and my life has been a process of knocking it out and and putting him first and learning to love. It's just a process. We all go through that process, don't we? Amen. I could tell you a couple of examples, but I don't know if I have time. You know, there was a process. I kept the grandparents for seven years, and I used to have so much self-pity. I'd be cleaning the floor where they'd wipe their diapers on the floor and I'd say, God, have you forgotten me? He was just teaching me how to love. It was just the process. And you know, I used to go and up in the hills in Navajo, we, my mother was a missionary and every Saturday she filled the station wagon full of food and she'd go up there and give food and they'd she'd preach to them. And my grandmother and her would go and pray and all this. And (laughs) Mama used to say, now remember the Navajos were the desperately poor in Arizona. And Mama would say, I, I just want to take one of these little Navajo babies home. And they had thrown away their babies. She said, I could love anyone. And that's where I learned to love, my Mama. And then we brought Sheraline home from Haiti. And that was a learning experience. God teaches us how through the process of life. That's nothing to do with my notes. Okay. <laughs> Introduction. Love your way through or love is putting your heart out there. I think that's the best. We kind of had to work with the title. Love is putting your heart out there, right? Right. Okay. First scripture. You all should know this since you were children. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. I'm going to stop right there. Because the no ordinary love is the love of a parenting father. Our heavenly father, he has no ordinary love. His love is amazing. There is just no words for his love. And that's the no ordinary love. I believe it's the parent's heart. Cecilia, you are such a mother. She mothers everybody. But that's the mother. That's the parental. We'll call it God's parental love. But we are created in the image of God. And he wants us to love like him. Love like him. Amen. All right. The greatest love. The greatest love is God's love. Okay. Today, America and the world are in crisis mode because of the lack of parenting. The lack of parenting. But we have a responsibility to parent all the children. We have a responsibility to parent His people, to love His people with that unconditional love, that love of the Father. Amen? Okay, unconditional love is unselfish, complete love, a love that has no bounds, a love that you would lay your life down. You would love, love like Him. I can't imagine my Joshua or Christian or any of my five grandsons. I can't imagine them to lose them to lay them down. But that's how our father loved us because he so wanted us. That was the only way to reconnect us to him. But he was willing. I thought I knew love when I married this big guy on the front row. I was so in love. I don't I mean I was just a mess. I was uh, I was googly-eyed. Then five years into the marriage, I had this little person, and I thought, oh, my God, my heart is going to explode. When I saw that little face, Pastor Joshua, you're your pastor, but when I saw that face, my heart just exploded, and it stretched, and every mother knows that feeling. You say, I, I, I never felt a love like this. And then I have to tell you a secret about myself. When I was pregnant with my second child, I would get with God, and I'd say, God, please, please let me love this second child like my first. I was so afraid that I'd love him more. But you know what? When I saw <laughs> when, I, when I, saw that little face, that little Joni face, that wonderful little squinty-eyed, I can't see. Every time she'd laugh, I can't see. <laughs> When I saw that little face, my heart did another explosion. God does that for us. He makes room. He teaches us how to love. And then third time, with little Esther, God taught me. He taught me how to love. But, you know, it didn't stop there. Love is when you give it away, just more keeps coming. Then he joined Pastor Corinne, who I felt... Like I had birthed her. God put it, a love that was not, not ordinary, but it was not normal. A lot of times, mother-in-laws and daughter-in-laws clash. But God put this love in both of us, not just me. She had it too. And we were like Ruth and Naomi. Whether thou goest, I will go. I could feel her heart pulling on me. And then he joined me two sons, Jason and Joshua Paul. And my heart moved even wider. Then he gave me all of you. And then he took me to the world. Guess what? Love has no limits. Love has no limits. Amen. Every time you open your heart, every time you open your heart and pour out the love, you are creating love. You are creating love. We are made in the image of God, we are creators. And when we pour it out, there's just more behind it. Amen. Some of you didn't experience that level of love with your mother or your father. But let me give you a story that can help you survive. Everything's in the Bible. Everything that you need. So, there was this woman named Naomi, and she goes to the land of Moab, and she has two sons, and the, her sons marry in Moab. They're there 10 years. Her husband dies, then her two sons die. And she says, don't call me Naomi. Call me bitter. I have lost my children. But she had this daughter-in-law that loved her, this daughter-in-law that clung to her and taught her again how to love. They taught each other. The love was so real. Let me read you this. Love Ruth said to her, Entreat me not to leave you or to turn back from following after you. For wherever you go, I will go. And wherever you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people and your God shall be my God. Where you die, I will die. And there will, there will I be buried. And the Lord too, do so to me and also more. If anything but death parts you and me. Whatever God joins together, no man can put asunder. That woman, Ruth, she submitted, she followed, and the, Naomi is a type and shadow of the Holy Spirit. She led her, she taught her. She taught her about her God. And then she took her to back to her land, and Ruth obeyed the instructions, and she put her with a kinsman redeemer, Boaz, who became the great-grandfather of King David. And Ruth became the grandmother, the grandmother of King David. Because of that love, God could trust her heart. That's what I want. I want God to be able to trust my heart with his people. No ordinary love. A love that's not convenient. A love... like Jesus that you can lay down your life. You know, we're we are born into this world where we're selfish. First thing children say is mine, mine. We're selfish, we're self-centered, we think about ourselves, but it's proven that the people that are trying to make themselves happy, those people are the most unhappy. But the people that give their life away, those are the ones with true happiness. And Jesus said, those that give their life away for my sake, they will have life. And that's what we're called to be as Christians. Let me, let me go here to this one little story. You know, I'm a children's ministry storyteller. So Jesus is walking through the town, and this short man, short of statue, number one, when they say short, the average Jewish man is like 5'8". So he was shorter than that. So we probably had some insecurities to start with, right? So then he's the tax collector. So now all the people are rejecting him and hating him and scoffing at him. So he's really hiding, going ahead, getting up in the tree. You know the story of Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus was a wee little man. A wee little man was he. We sang it in children's church. Okay. But Jesus, everybody says, oh, Jesus saw him up in the tree. Jesus felt him. He felt this man that had went after money to try to fill the hole in his heart. He'd went after building his own kingdom, but he was still empty and hurting, and there was no life there, and Jesus felt that. He felt that empty, hurting heart, and when he walked, he looked up, and there was, he felt it It pulled on him. He felt him sitting up there in that tree, and And he looked right up at him into his eyes, into his very soul, and said, Zacchaeus, come down. I'm going home with you. And that interchange, that interaction transformed the man's life. And he gave it all away because it didn't mean anything because he had met the master. And that's, my friend, that is what we are called to be on this earth. We are called to be a people that has no ordinary love. No ordinary love. A love that looks past all the meanness and the selfishness and the hatred and sees the heart, sees the hurts. That's what we're called to be. We're called to be his no ordinary love. We're called to be that love what my notes say here. To find your life, you must lose it. Jesus was radical about giving yourself away. Your rights, your wants to be a servant is the highest. A love that's not cautious. Not cautious. A love that just steps out there. I go in at places and I'm just... I embarrass myself, but I don't care. It's not about me. My life is down on the ground, and I say, if you can use me, and I go into places, and I see somebody over in the corner that nobody saw, and you start talking to them, and they start crying because they were hurting. And I ask God, God, give me that draw. Let me see. Let me feel the hurting. But that is what we're called to be. Okay, five qualities to love like Jesus. You must become more mindful, less detached, less detached, mindful, giving others special attention. Number two, more approachable, less exclusive. Number three, more grateful, less judgmental. Number four, you become bold, (laughs) less careful. I tell you, the older I get, the less careful I get. If I see somebody... And I I can feel their heart. It doesn't matter where I am or what I'm doing. I want to be obedient to that. No ordinary love. Number five, you must become self-giving, less self-absorbed. Yeah. This is no ordinary love. This is a love that takes risk. A love that's unashamed to worship. My little EJ up here on the front row, he's free to worship. Thank you, Father. Okay, I'm going to end with this scripture. And it's kind of in your face. Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God. And he that loveth is born of God. But he that loveth not knoweth not God. It's pretty heavy right there. For God is love. So, if we are not laying our life down like Jesus, are we born of God? I want to ask you this morning, how much time do I have? I want to ask you this morning, if you have any check in your spirit and you say, God, forgive me for putting walls around my heart because I've been hurt. You know what? If if you have been, if you are afraid of getting hurt and rejected, you know what? You will. You're going to (laughs) be. You're going to be rejected. You're going to be hated. You're going to be hurt. But you know what? You can handle it. You can handle it because you've laid your life down. You can handle it. But if you feel like you've been hurt, you put walls up, you only love a little because you're afraid you don't have any more. You want to save it. Save it. Yesterday at AJ's mom's funeral, she had saved all her candles all her life. And when he brought her home, and she was dying. He lit every single candle she had saved. Don't save your love. Don't save it. Give it away. Just more comes. If you feel like you have held on to protect yourself, I'm going I'm to protect myself. I'm not going to get myself out there. If you feel that you've ever done that, if you want to risk loving like you've never loved before, I just want you to come down here. Just come down front and as a sign of surrender just come down. I'm just going to pray a general prayer over you, but I'm going to ask for a baptism of love, a love like you've never known, a love from the heart of God, because he has a love that's not ordinary, no ordinary love. His love can give you hope. His love can fill the heart of pain. His love can make everything new. His love can give you a fresh start. Thank you, Father, for your love. Thank you, Father, that this is your people. Not only my people, but this is your people. This is the people that you want to use on this earth. I thank you for this, your precious, precious people. Father, I thank you, Father, for everyone that's had a heart that's wounded, that they surrender their heart right now on this altar, and they leave it with you, because you are a God that makes all things new. You are a God that restores the brokenhearted. You are the God of hope, and that's why you brought us here, to be people of hope. I thank you, Father, in Jesus' name for this, your people. Thanks again for listening. If you like this podcast, remember to share and subscribe. For more information or to connect with us, go to hopeunited.church. And remember, if God is with you, you will be undefeated.